السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى وسلامنا على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل للمؤمنين يغدوا من أبصارهم ويحفظوا فروجهم وقال تعالى إن ربك لبالمرصاد وقد قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم إن النظر مسموم سحم من إبليس من إبليس مسموم من تركها مخافتي أبدلته إيمانا يجد حلاوته في قلبه أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم اسبكت العلماء الكرام Elders and brothers in Islam, Alhamdulillah, for the past few weeks we are discussing regards to one topic and that is how to gain the friendship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and actually this is the bayan and the mawaz and also a kitab that has been written that four actions to gain the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with the tawfiq of Allah, Alhamdulillah, we have completed two the first one just to recap that a person should make sure that if especially when a person is walking and when he's standing, that his garments are above his ankles. Whether it is his kurta, his pants, his lungi, everything that comes from above should be above his ankles. And the second thing, Alhamdulillah, we elaborated over the two jumas is that a person should try and keep a wajib full first beard on three sides, that is on this side, below the chin and the other side as well. And we elaborated and this mentioned from the light of the Quran and Hadith and many waqiyas as well. And towards the end we mentioned the health benefits as well, which the kuffar had made research. The kuffar had made research with regards to keeping a beard, the benefits of it, and we mentioned about that. Today, inshallah, we'll mention <coughs> the third aspect, which Hazrat Hakim Sahar has mentioned, and that is hifazat nazar, that protecting one's gaze. To look after one's gaze, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, respect the brothers, has given us these eyes as an amanat. It is an trust. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in the ayat that I quoted, كُلِّ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ يَغُدُّ مِنْ أَبْصَارِهِمْ وَيَحْفَظُ فُرُوجَهُمْ That say to the believing men that they should lower their gaze. And ya Allah mentioned min. Min, ulama will explain, ittab'idhiyah means some of your gazes. It doesn't mean a person should lower his gaze all the time. In the Quran Kareem, subhanAllah, Allah invites insan and tells insan, look, use your eyes and look at the kudrat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For example, Allah says, أَفَلَا يَنْظُرُونَ إِلَى الْإِبِلِ كَيْفَ خُلِقَتْ Have you not seen, O insan, with your eyes, how Allah has created the, the camel? وَإِلَى السَّمَاءِ كَيْفَ رُفِيَتْ How Allah has looked uh, look at the sky, how Allah has elevated it. How Allah has kept the mountains stabilized and very firm on the ground. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned how Allah has spread the earth. When it comes to the heavens and the celestial bodies, the moon, the stars, Allah invites in sons. Look at the heavens. Do you notice any flaw? any wrong in the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So many things a person can use his eyes 
And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us, subhanallah, two eyes. Allah, if you had wished, have given us one eye. But why did Allah give us two eyes? Mala Yusuf Kandiani has mentioned a very beautiful point. And mentioned, why did Allah give us two eyes? And he mentions, Allah gave us one eye to look after our own needs. And the other eye to look after the needs of others. The orphans, the widows, the poor, the destitute. Allah has given us two eyes. One eye, respect the brothers, is to look in the good in others. And one eye is to look at our own faults. Subhanallah. Allah has given us these eyes. It is an amanat, an embezzling, and causing breach of distrust. When a person misuses his eyes, this Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not tolerate. Every command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when he came to salah, when he came to hajj, fasting, Allah mentioned, Ya yuwalladheena amanu, O people of iman, included here, respective brothers, is addressed to males and females. But when he came to lowering of the gaze, Allah separately mentioned for men and women separately. O people of Iman, lower some of your gazes. A woman, also lower your gaze, some of your gazes. So this is an important aspect that if a person looks after his eyes, thereafter respect the brothers, he's looking after his private parts. Because in the end of the ayat, Allah mentions, that a person who looks after his gaze, جس کی ابتداء غلط ہو کیسا صحیح ہو انتہا If the initial stage is wrong, then how will the end stage be right? In other words, if a person misuses his eyes, then the end product, respective brothers, is a person who will commit all types of wrong and the end result is adultery and zina and fornication. It's just like an escalator, respective brothers. A person on the top puts his foot on top and then automatically that escalator brings him down. So when a person looks, respective brothers, by casting evil glances, then automatically shaitan brings him down to the filthy part and then he engages in that filthy act. Respective brothers, what is the condition of the halat of the Muslims today? Today, respective brothers, shamelessness, immorality, promiscuity, have become the order of the day and has become very very widespread and has reached epidemic proportions with regards to the society that society is facing on a social front where homosexuality, rape, child molestation and pedophiles are very 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 common. Youth respective brothers, male as well as female have destroyed the izzat and honor. Why? Because of illicit relationship and because of fornication. And what is the root cause of all these things? So many marriages were at one stage very, very stable, respective brothers. Now it's on the rocks, has disintegrated, and there's no hope of reconciling between both the parties. Allah reward the mashaykh. They have looked at the eyes with the eyes, they have looked at the world with the eyes of the heart, and enlightened with the Quran and Hadith, and containing the powerful current of the love of Allah which they have in their hearts. They have diagnosed all the sicknesses and diseases and they have come to this one point and analyzing everything, the boiling point, respective brothers, is that when a person does not look after his gaze, does not look after his nazar, 
then this will lead him to all types of gunas later on. So it is very, very important, respective brothers, from this Quran ayat, Min Abasarim, Allah says, some of your gazes. Subhanallah, Allah has made it so easy for us that we just lower our gaze. There was an alim from Zimbabwe, Mullah Bahadur. On one occasion, he told our Sheikh Dawud Barakato that the car manufacturers have taken a lesson from the Quran. So Hazrat exclaimed and asked, How is it so? He said, Haven't you read the Quran ayat? That telling the believers to lower the gaze. And then he explained that when two cars are traveling at night and it is very, very dark, and then when both of them come in the opposite direction, if they have their bright lights on, then respective brothers, then it is possible that both of them become dazzled and what can happen, the consequence is that they can end up in an accident. So that is why it is natural when they, both of them are crossing each other on opposite paths, then automatically each person dips their lights and then they pass very, very nicely and thereafter they put on the bright lights again. Then he explained from this ayat, from this incident, that when a man, a strange man and a strange woman are walking, now if a person, respected others, does not dip his light, so to say, and he looks at her and she looks at him, then what accidents can cause? Not accidents that a person will end up in hospital. No, respective brothers, we are talking of fatal <coughs> end results with regards to our marriages, our relationship, halal relationship with our husband and our wife, and what can happen in the qabr and the year after Allah save us. So it is very, very important. And Allah did not put any button, for example, beneath our ankles, or beneath our feet. Now you press a button now, at that time now you lower your gaze. Now imagine a person now, he's looking at a young girl and he's walking in that direction. Now he tries to press the button beneath his, and he falls. She thinks he's falling head over heels over her. Or they close their eyes. Allah did not tell her close her eyes. Allah just mentioned lower your gaze. Now imagine if you close your eyes, that woman close her eyes and they're crossing. And even something worse can happen, you can bump into each other and fall upon her. So, so what? Look at the beautiful command of, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Such great hikmat. Allah even tells a woman as well, on occasion, respective brothers, Hazrat Maymuna radiallahu anha and Hazrat Umm Salama radiallahu anha were in the house. They were the consorts of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Abdullah ibn Maktoum radiallahu anha, the famous sahabi, who was a blind sahabi. A blind sahabi who came and knocked on the door. So these two consorts, two wives, Nabi Wasallam came forward. So Nabi Wasallam said that, O oh, Ummahatul Mu'mineen, O oh, my wives, why aren't you putting any parda, putting any veil and making hijab for this person? So they said, Ya Rasulullah Wasallam, this sahabi is blind, he cannot see us. So Nabi Wasallam said, if he is blind, are you also blind? The Anchal uh, uh, also capable of seeing him. Anchal also it is required of you to make parda, to make hijab, and do not look at a strange man. So what a lesson we learn from this hadith of Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And respected brothers, where Allah subhanahu wa taala time and again he mentions, for example, in Allah khabirum bima yasmaun. Allah is fully aware of the actions you do. The ulama explain, Allama Alusi Baghdari in Ruhul Maani has uh, mentioned under this ayat of the Quran Kareem, 
Allah mentions in Allah khabirum bima yasnaun. Why did Allah use the word yasnaun? Yasnaun, respective brothers, is like a something which is made, conjured, something which is created. In other words, just like that eyes, it works as a camera lens. It looks at something. And just like how you have a camera, you press a button, it a flash, and then it captures that image. And that image, respective brothers, is stored in the memory of that phone or that camera. So, so many respective brothers, these eyes Allah has given us in the form as an amanat. Now we are looking at that strange woman. We are looking at that felt. We are looking at those things which are not supposed to look at. Then so to say this image is now conjured and it is a flash or the press of the button so to say. That image is conjured in our minds. And what is the end result? This causes restlessness and anxiety in our hearts. Why that person now all the time is thinking about that person? Subhanallah. Thereafter he explains that inna Allah khabirum ima yasnaun ay inna Allah khabirum bi ijalatin nazar Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the first translation he gives explanation Allah is fully aware of the movement of your eyes many a time respected brother shaitan deceives us how does he deceive us if a very beautiful woman comes then we know the eyes of the Quran al-Kareem we know the teaching of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam we know our gaze but shaitan's trickery respective brothers we start ogling from the corner of our eyes we, t- we steal glances or sometimes it happens that a woman passes then you look behind look at the figure how she's dressed etc so this is the trickery of shaitan and shaitan even bluffs us sometimes if it is a woman who's not attractive in other words in our terms she's a bat now she's coming opposite your direction now you lower your gaze and say, Subhanallah, I'm the Junaid Baghdari of the time. Look at me. I didn't look at her. Look at that woman. Why? There was no need for, her to, for you to look because she wasn't attractive. So all these are the tricks of shaitan. And sometimes you have to spell it out very, very clearly to the youngsters, lowering the gaze, etc. You tell a youngster, lower your gaze. But they take the wrong meaning. They go to a certain mall on the second floor and they stand by the rail and they look down and say, Malayasam, lower our gaze. What are they looking at? Only Allah knows. So sometimes we have to spell it out very, very clearly. No, it means all the time, whether you're in the second or third floor, now lower your gaze, don't look at haram. So yeah, the Allah Ma'adusi mentions, Inna Allah khabirum bi ijalatin nazar. The second one, Inna Allah khabirum bi isti'mani sa'iril hawas. Allah knows about all your five senses, that how your mind works, how your eyes works. How your ears work, your nose, your sense of touch, everything that leads to that zina, Allah is fully aware. Thereafter, Allah, Allah Madhusi says, Inna Allah khabirum jawari. Allah knows the movement of every limb of your body. Whether it is your eyes, whether it is your hands that's going to touch that strange woman, whether it is that her feet that's going to walk in that direction of that strange woman, Allah knows every movement of every limb of your body. And finally, Wallahu khabirum ima yaksudura bidalik. And Allah is fully aware of what are you going intending. In other words, that zina, that adult you have in your mind, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is fully aware of it. On one occasion, on a farewell Hajj Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, a youngster by the name of Fazal bin Abbas radiallahu was the companion 
and we were sitting behind Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So a young girl came to ask Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam some masail regarding Hajj. So this youngster, Fadl bin Abbas, started ogling at this woman, started gazing, gaping at her. Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam, with his affectionate hand, he turned his face away and told, "Oh, youngster, do not look at the strange woman." And Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam told him, this is such a day, it was the day of Arafah. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, whoever protects his gaze, whoever protects his, 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 uh, his uh, hearing, and every limb of his body on this day, Allah will forgive such a person. So look at the hikmat. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam turned his eyes away. As the Shaykh Rahmatullahi has mentioned an incident in Fadali Hajj, that one person, a pious person was making tawaf around the Kaaba. And he heard a voice of a certain woman. So he looked in that direction, where is that woman, where is that beautiful voice coming from? Allah made it such a hand, an unseen hand, came from, from one corner of the, from, of the Kaaba. And it slapped him so hard that this caused one of his eyes to come up from his eyeballs. And thereafter, the voice came out from the side of the Multazam, from the door of the Kaaba, that today we have taken retribution for you by looking at the strange woman. If ever you have to repeat it again, we will take further retribution. So imagine, respective brothers, going to the Haram Sharif, Madinatul Munawwara, Makkatul Mukarrama, and then, unfortunately, we know the Hadith of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, a person looks at the Kaaba, so much of Sawab, etc. But, when a person gets tired, like when I used to say, if a person sitting near the Kaaba, now he's looking at the Kaaba all the time, but now in this motion, when there are women that are passing, and shaitan gets hold of us, now we start looking at that woman, the best thing is to now remove ourselves, instead of causing gunas in front of the Kaaba Sharif. Like what Haji Saab mentioned, Hazar Hakim Saab, Rahmatullahi and he said, that look at this beautiful Indonesian woman who come for Umrah and Hajj. Kabutar JC, like white pigeons with the lukna and the burqa. So much of noor on their face. So Haji Saab, so Hazakim Saab, told him, Haji Saab, Toba, Toba, that you can look at the noor on this woman, but you can't look at the noor of Kaaba Sharif. You can't look at, find the noor of the Mashaikh, but you can find the noor of this Indonesian woman. This is a deception of shaitan. So, respective brothers, at every given moment, when there is opportunity to look, respective brothers, and Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam told us in the hadith, there are three types of eyes that Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala will make the fire of Jahannam haram for such a person. The first set of eyes, harasat fi sabilillah, that that person who stayed away guarding the frontiers, the Islamic borders, or a person is in jihad, and he looks after the belongings of all the mujahideen. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned, such a person, the fire of hell is haram for that person. The next one, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned, Aynun bakat min khashyatillah. Those eyes that tears flow from those eyes because of the fear of Allah subhanahu wa Allahu Akbar. Those tears, respective brothers, which flow because of the fear of Allah can extinguish the fires of Jahannam, inshaAllah. There are many, many hadiths. La anibul muslimin ahabu iliya min zajalil musabbin or kamakal. The tears that are shed by a person out of humility, out of fear, out of regret are more beloved to Allah than the tasbih and tahmeed and takbir and tahleel of a person making a zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
Allah loves, loves those tears very, very much. And the third one, respected brothers, is that person, Kaffat and Maharimillah. Wafi riwayatin, Ghaddat and Maharimillah. That that person who had the opportunity to look, that person had the opportunity to look at that strange woman and take lazza, to take enjoyment. But he lowered that gaze for the pleasure of Allah. Allah says that pair of eyes, that person, the fire of Jahannam is haram for such a person. May, may Allah make us among these people. Imam Qurtubi has mentioned of an incident, respected brothers, I, I open up. He mentioned there was a person who was a mujahid. He was a hafiz of the Quran Karim. A person who was punctual in the salah. He was a very knowledgeable person. At one stage, when he had seized the certain Roman town, this particular mujahid by the name Abda ibn Abdul Rahim, his gaze fell on a strange woman. So he sent a message to that woman, how is it possible for me to attain you? So she sent a message back, that when you have conquered the city, then come see me. It so happened Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala assisted the mujahideen and they conquered that, that, that specific town or that city. So this person came and he told him that the first time I looked at you, that is why they say love is blind. Some say love is blind, marriage the eye opener. So now sometimes love is blind, marriage the eye opener. So now when this person said I looked at you, I became infatuated with your beauty and I want you. So he said, she said, okay, if you have the opportunity, then spend your time with me. Like this, respective brothers, days went, weeks went, months went, and this person got involved with this woman. Then at that time, the Mujahideen asked, where is this Abda bin Abdul Rahim? This Mujahid, our friend, they had concern for him. So they went looking for him, searching for him, and they found him. And they asked him, what has happened to you? What has happened to you? How much of the Quran have you remembered? He said, I have forgotten the entire Quran Kareem except one verse of the Quran Kareem. Rubama Yawadul Ladina Kafaru Lawkanu Muslimin. That often the kuffar, the disbelievers, will wish they were Muslims. Darhum, leave them. Let them eat and enjoy. Let them be filled with vain desires. Very soon they will come to know the consequences of the action. Imagine the entire Quran he has forgotten. Only one verse he remembered. They asked, what has happened to the tahajjud salah? What has happened to the knowledge? He said, what can I say? I became so infatuated this woman. Now I have renounced my deen. And I have spent time with this woman. Imagine, what was it? One nazar. One gaze respect the brothers. In Al-Bidaya wa Nihaya. In another incident has been mentioned. A Mu'azzin in Egypt. For so many years calling people. What a great achievement. Fadilat. For a Mu'azzin to call. Uh, give the uh, Azan. To call people for Salah. So much of Thawab. So much of virtue. He mentioned on one occasion. He climbed the minarets. And when he was climbing the minar on one particular day, his eyes fell on a Christian woman who was staying nearby. And here also he became overpowered, he started looking at her. And he came down, and he came and he entered the woman, not even giving the azan, he entered the premises of that woman. And he said that, I desire you, you have captured my heart, how can I achieve you? She said, the only way is marriage. 
But unfortunately, what she said, you are a Muslim, I'm a Christian, my father will never allow it. So he said, now Zubillah, will your father be prepared if I accept Christianity and I get married to you? He said, by all means. And this person said, renounce his deen, Zubillah, day and then. And he hardly spent time with that woman that very same day. He had to climb the roof of that very house. He slept and he fell to his death. So the ulama explained, imagine this person lost his iman. Just for that one gaze who was a muazzin, calling out azan for so many years. And this person destroyed his deen, destroyed his akhirat. And he didn't have any time to have enjoy himself with that very woman. So respective brothers, the third action, just to recap, is to hifazat nazar to safeguard our eyes and respective brothers as I mentioned doesn't mean the person should lower his gaze all the time person can see the Qudrat of Allah so many things person can see the ocean he can see the, 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 the trees the, the, the mountains so many aspects the Quran invites us Afala yanzuruna farji'il basara so many verses Allah says look at the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but when he comes to the other creation in regarding women and men opposite gender at that time respective brothers you have the opportunity to look then respective brothers then you should lower your gaze and what is the benefits of it inshallah next week we will continue with regards to the halawat of iman subhanallah what is halawat halwa that when a person eats for example sweet meats the taste of it he enjoys on his tongue that chocolate raffello or ferro rocha that he enjoys those chocolates and Lent, whatever it is, that temporary moment he, he enjoys that he, that is for a very little while he gets that taste on his tongue. After that, it disappears. But respective brothers, when a person lowers his gaze for the pleasure of Allah, then Allah grants not halawat on his tongue. Allah will grant the sweetness of iman in his heart. Allah will grant him the sweetness of iman on, in his heart. And what is this, respective brothers? This is a basharat, inshaAllah. That this sweetness of Iman will accompany him and this person will get the tawfiq to die with Iman inshaAllah. So may Allah make us of such people. Much more to be said inshaAllah. Next week we'll continue what is a very important aspect of becoming the friends of Allah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq. Just one announcement inshaAllah tonight. There'll be an important program by Mufti Abdul Qadir who sends up at the mountainized masjid. Inshallah, t- t- tomorrow after Fajr and Sunday after Fajr, program will take place in this masjid, Inshallah.